thing we have to fear is fear itself. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. In fact, that's a bunch of malarkey. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I pledge to every citizen of our land that I will be president for all Americans. And this is so important to me. You've just tuned in to the greatest podcast nobody's ever heard of. DNR Radio. Holy crap, can it be a new episode of DNR Radio? No! Success. Where have you been? Where have you been? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, after a three-week, yeah, it's a three-week hiatus. Well, it's been a month since we put a a show on the air. We did attempt to record one three weeks ago, and uh, it it sounded like absolute garbage, if you remember the message I put out on Facebook. Uh, Yeah, we were having technical problems. uh, Technical problems was an understatement. It was kind of an embarrassment. I was... (laughs) I wasn't going to put that <laughs> drivel out there. That was horrible. Yeah. Well, the whole time we thought we were recording through our microphones, the mo- the ones we spent good money on, come to find out we're recording through our laptop mics, and there was all types of crap hitting the fan. Yes. Yeah. Well, we, you know, we don't work for IBM, either one of us, so. and uh, No. You're, you're about as no. techno-dead as. Uh, you You told me, okay, so we were trying it on Skype, and we were having problems on Skype. So you texted me yesterday and said, download this new program. And I'm like, yeah, okay, no problem. I'll do it in the morning when I wake up. Do you know how long it took me to get that freaking program on my laptop? Well, Any idea? It's, it's, first off, it's an older program that used to be used for anonymous uh, dirty sessions. So you used to be able to uh, uh, rotate through random people on here and then the kids took it over so then people stopped being dirty on it so uh wait so so this site that we're using was like a like a uh underground dirt site yeah it was so and then they (laughs) all went to i think was it called chat roulette or something like that i don't know i don't get into that crap no no you're looking good though we're able to see each other i mean we're not in the same room anymore but dnr radio continues on and I'm at least able to see you through this newfangled technology. You're looking good, dude. Well, thank you. I am, I am pretty. Well, you know, and then you're looking uh, red. Spent some time dude, down at the let beach. Me tell you, I, the, all last week we spent time in Hilton Head, uh, South Carolina, Savannah. I've been toasting my. Listen, I'm Irish. I'm pasty. I don't belong in the sun, but you know, I did what I had to do. I sat in the sun. I basked a little bit. I pigged out. And uh, do I look heavier? I feel oh, like I, I, I don't. Like I don't well, I can't. You know, your your face looks fuller, but I didn't know if that was because of the red. I don't want to know. It's your, you know, if it's it, it's a minute on the look lips, at, a lifetime on the hips, right? And, <laughs> look at my butt. <laughs> oh, I'm not. It no, refuse, refuse. We've had so much stuff going on though that we got to catch up on. Uh, that, the world is falling apart. The last month. Right, so it's going to it's going to hell in a handbasket. We we've bombed one group. We're threatening another group, and uh, the the Russians are standing on the side, waiting for us to do something while they chase us through the Mediterranean. Uh, did Syria right. actually use the chemical weapons or not? 
Uh, uh, Trump's 100 days are coming up and people on the left are saying he hasn't done anything. People on the right are like, look at all he's done. And the people in the middle are like, who really gives a crap because the world is blowing up and you have been snowflaked by a crack addict. I have been trolling like you would not believe. I, I took so, like some time off of it. I really did. I, I kind of just like stood back and said, all right, I'm going to relax for a bit. But when I was on vacation, so you know, CBS News and some of these other Facebook sites started putting up some ridiculous crap and people were just posting stupid stuff. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm coming out of retirement for this, dude. And I just started hammering away. This one snowflakes decides that she's going to go onto my site, my personal page, and start posting on my posts. And I'm like, no, that ain't, that ain't freaking happening, dude. So, yeah, it's been a back and forth. She's kind of a bitch. But I guess, you know, it's all good. I didn't block her. No, 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 no. You, we've, been, we've been enjoying the show. For those of us yeah. that are privy yeah. to your Facebook, it's, uh, yeah. it's, been, it's been amusing guess, to watch. I guess, I guess I just happen to rub people the wrong way. I don't know why you like me. <laughs> I piss people off on a regular basis. Bro. Because the level of piss offiness kind of matches my own, so it makes it fun. Yeah. Well, again, I mean, going back to an old conversation, that's why I had to get my own Facebook page because I kept pissing off the old lady as like family and friends. So, yeah, yeah, well, she would have. She would have banned you from hers after this exchange. Oh well, when we were on vacation, uh, I think it was last year. Um, I was doing a little bit of trolling uh, on her Facebook page, of course, and I we actually screenshotted some of these messages. One lady in particular started like messaging us oh i i hope your car explodes while your whole family's in it and just some real vicious stuff. right yeah i hope and your I'm kids like, die of aids and cancer and yeah. and cancer of the where's aids the tolerance? and yeah where's the tolerance here people they're just back and forth it's but isn't the left funny. supposed to be all about tolerance yeah unless you disagree with them uh, yeah unless you piss them off and then all of a sudden you're public enema number one Look at look at look I at the explosion of Antifa, right? The anti-fascists are more fascist than anything I've seen since the history yeah. books going back to World War II. But they won't admit it. They won't. They won't openly admit it. They don't have they know to. That they're ridiculous. But they're if just, you have to mask ridiculous. your face to protest, shows that you know yeah. what you're doing is borderline right. criminal. Yeah, absolutely. That what you're doing is not protesting. You're you're violently attacking and assaulting people based upon a political belief, a morality that people hold on to themselves. Who are you to judge somebody else as being right or wrong? This country is built upon the fact that you are allowed to believe whatever you want and to express it without prejudice. And if you don't have the balls to do it by showing your face, then there's some problems there. Well, there That's was a like the whole KKK thing, right? You know, they always wore those hoods and say, "Like, come on, don't be a pansy." If you, okay, you're a racist, you're a scumbag. It is what it is. Take the hood off. Let everybody see what we're dealing with. Which, by the way, we're Dixie Democrats. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> kind of ironic, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's just yeah. You I know, just thought I'd throw that out there. So yeah, no, I hear you. So we have Berkeley blew up a couple weeks ago. Uh, it blew up a month ago because of my low appearance. 
Then it blew up two yeah. weeks ago because of a pro-Trump rally, and the pro-Trump protester or the pro-Trump people wound up kicking the crap out of the Antifa, which was fantastic. Did you see those videos? Did, I saw a few of them. What did you people expect? Like seriously, what did you expect? You're going up against some rough and tumble rednecks. I mean, it is what it is. You're going against true Americans, That's people right. that bleed red, white, and blue. Away. Yeah, you're gonna throw a dildo and a bong at him or something, right? Yeah. You know. <laughs> what kind? Of, you know, fight fire with fire. Here, yeah, but then there were a bunch vibrates. of there were a bunch of antifa walking around with guns, like they were gonna intimidate yeah. people. Mm-hmm. They don't. Yeah. I saw one of them. I, uh, uh, it was a video of these antifa idiots like marching down the street with uh, semi-automatic rifles and, and weapons, and this one person was just standing there videotaping them, and the female was who was at the head of the line of, of these antifas was came up giving her you know giving this guy crap stop recording stop recording and he's like it's a public street i have the right to all of a sudden a couple of her goons with the with the rifles comes up behind her and he's like what are you gonna do shoot me for recording and they just had this back and forth and it's like it was just so funny because here it is this person this this antifa idiot who's fighting for social justice and freedom of speech and freedom of this that the other thing trying to shut down somebody who is practicing exactly that freedom of speech you're in a public area you feel free to record what you want well and they were having a total hissy fit it's gone beyond what the original premise of the left protest was right so their original protest was that uh, uh, Trump was going to push an anti-abortion agenda. He was going to look to line his pockets and his pockets only uh, and take care of only the 1%. And in, in actuality, a lot of the policies and the uh, executive orders have been coming have not been saying that, have not been doing that. So Antifa has gone to take it to the next level and just deem anything that they don't agree with should be illegal. Oh, y'all, you should only see life through their eyes, and if you don't, you need to be punished for it. And that that's not something that I don't think any American should be allowing, never mind uh, giving it airtime on TV. Would you consider that kind of a mental disease, some kind of a mental order? Yes. I mean, he, he, people yes. rag on, you know, during my trolling sessions, you know, uh, some of the people that actually agree with me, some of the more right-leaning people, you know, liberalism Liberalism is a mental disorder. It's a mental disease. You know, and you, you put LOL, you laugh about it and stuff like that. But if you sit back and think about it, there might actually be onto something. There might be some kind of a mental disorder. And I'm not saying it to be insultive to the liberal idiots out there. I'm just saying they, there might be something to it. They are. They just don't see some of the things that they're saying and some of the hypocrisy that they're representing. Well, I mean, some kind of a disconnect. There's, there's some on that side, and and if you look at the extreme Bible belters, who mm-hmm. still believe in creationism, and uh, uh, that the Bible is literal. I mean, so people on the far right also have similar than mental deficiency. So what what I think it is is that one person has a glimmer of an idea and then somebody else puts right. their two cents in and someone else puts their two cents in. And now you have a group of people who are talking in unison and a person is smart. People yeah. are stupid. 
So when you have an individual expressing their thoughts, their feelings, their opinions, that's fine. When you have other people that group up with them, no matter how wrong they are, will believe vehemently that they're telling the absolute truth and that they will do anything they have to to express that truth. So in their mind, they're doing no wrong. In their mind, they're saving this country, right? So... (laughs) Yes, there's there's maybe a a mental uh, uh, disconnect with I don't know if I want, I want to call it and, and go so far as to say a mental illness, but a disconnect between uh, the reality of their views and the imagination that they're trying to portray as their you know perfect society. Yeah, and you know what? Just to point out, just to show you that I'm not some kind of alt-right person. The same goes for the GOP Republicans, for for the right-wingers. You're absolutely right. There's some people out there that I come across on these sites when I'm trolling that Trump is some kind of like golden god, you know, where where he can do no wrong. And I look at some of the stuff that he does and says, and I'll say, yeah, okay, you know, you probably, probably should shut up. Probably shouldn't have done that. You know, I'm still. Wait, 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 No, 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 no. Oh, sake. Here we go. Uh uh. You're not pulling this crap out. Oh, no, no, no. I am still not against him tweeting. I'm not saying that. But some of the phrases that he uses, he can probably ease up on a little bit. But again, I'm just proving, I'm just showing to you, just proof. Let's, let's talk about, hold on, real quick. All right. Let's bring up today's okay. mouthy malfunction from the Don, where no, he I didn't hear it, so. yeah, well he he tries to uh, say that his ratings on 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 television and and with the, I think it was on television his his speeches and stuff equal that to the coverage of nine eleven. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> oh god. You know, that just goes to you know for his ego. I mean come on. You know? <laughs> Put a filter on it. Uh, well, I mean, what channel is he talking about though? I don't know. I don't, it doesn't I mean, matter. Like, he he put nine eleven and put nine eleven in the same uh, sentence no, no, as his popularity. No, no, you can't well, do he, that. Oh my God! No, what you what you're doing is is you gotta take it from his point of view. I can sit here and say we've had more listeners than this show over here, but you know, is the demographic coming from a state that doesn't even have that show to begin with? You see what I'm saying? That's, like, no, no, you're about? you're grasping uh, at straws, <laughs> man. And these these are dead it, straws. I mean, that's not even. So I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to find it. I mean. Uh, uh, Obama made his first public appearance today. Uh, uh, we're in recording Chicago. on Monday in Chicago, uh, and he yeah. did refrain from uh, really discussing anything about uh, the Don, which uh, surprised surprised a lot of people. They didn't didn't expect that. Um, now, ironically, that's the the post on Facebook that was on CBS News that I pissed off that liberal idiot that went onto my page and started spamming me because it was CBS news had it on, uh, on their news feed that he was going to do a speech in Chicago. Right. So I went on like an idiot into enemy territory. CBS news is quite liberal. And I posted that I found an excerpt from his speech. Obviously 
I uh, wrote it myself. <laughs> I, I have a golden tongue sometimes. But I wrote what I felt an excerpt of his speech was going to be. And it pissed people off. I said, ladies and gentlemen, this is an excerpt. You ready for this? Ladies and gentlemen of this once great city, I deeply apologize. I let you all down. I promised change. And the only change I delivered was more poverty, more violence, and more racial divide. I have weakened our country. I only hope that you, the citizens of Chicago, the ones I left forsaken, can find it in your hearts to accept me back into your city. Barry Obama. And that pissed people <laughs> off you. Oh, they started coming at me like nobody's business. You know, people are like, that's fake, that's fake. Like, they, they actually thought that was really one of his excerpts. It should have been. It should have been part of his speech. So here, here's where uh, Trump was. He was on uh, Face the Nation. Of course, it was a program that he called Deface the Nation, right? So uh, uh, Trump had talked about how his television ratings, okay, uh, uh, on Face the Nation uh, were better than the ratings that uh, any network had for 9-11 coverage. So I don't I don't know what what uh, what happened with that and why he uh, why he thought that, but uh, that, that's something that we're going to have to talk about. Uh, don't go anywhere. DNR Radio will be right back with more of our welcome back show. Uh, three weeks off, and it looks like we didn't miss a beat. Don't go anywhere. DNR Radio will be right back. Sports radio host, producer, news anchor, a few of many, many more careers that the Connecticut School of Broadcasting can lead you to. Go CSB.com or 1-800-TV-RADIO to schedule your studio tour. With an on-hands approach and instructors being broadcast professionals themselves, you're guaranteed to get a first-class learning experience. Get your career in the broadcasting field started the right way. Sports radio host, producer, news anchor, the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Go CSB.com or 1-800-TV-RADIO to schedule your studio tour. There are thousands of podcasts in the world. <laughs> and you chose this one? Why would you choose this one? <laughs> I don't know. This chair doesn't move. DNR Radio. And welcome back, DNR Radio. It's been a while, but here we are. And, you know, it's kind of upsetting. Oh, the music just dropped out again. I got to get better at that. I mean, I got to get a real... Real sound pot. I mean, you can't hear it, but you know, uh, no, that's all right. It's been it's been almost a month, and we keep getting people liking us on Facebook, uh, keep getting followers yeah. on Twitter, uh, mm-hmm. getting people liking and listening on SoundCloud, and yet nobody, right. not one person, nobody writes into us. It's a little upsetting. I, it's, it's weird. <laughs> Well, I, I'm not upset by it because I like people I work with and stuff like that. I'll be like, oh, when you guys were talking about that. I mean, people are listening and they'll give you feedback, but we want them to give us feedback of, through the email, right? Or or through the website. I, I, listen, I understand that. DNRradio.net, radiodnr at gmail.com, Facebook, Twitter feed. Do something to get this snowflake to feel a little bit better. I'm cool with it because I know people are listening. But apparently Russ is about to start crying. So everybody, everybody uh, wants, wants to, to feel loved, right? Everybody needs a little just, love in their life. 
Just send them an email of a, a nude picture of yourself or something like that. Something Put a little that, love in your heart. <laughs> yes, yes. You know what? I'm sitting here in Texas for three weeks now. Send nudes. Yes. <laughs> That's fine. There's a lot of exfoliating going yeah, on down dude. there. <laughs> DNRradio.net slash send nudes. Send me your nakedness. That's and now watch it. It's going to be a sausage fest. Yeah, probably. <laughs> knowing your friends. Right. Knowing your friends are going to get a bunch of phallic <laughs> symbols. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> Here we go again. Come on, man. Uh, Dude, you're not missing like anything up here. Malloy keeps screwing stuff up. The weather sucks. It's just Connecticut is still a pit, dude. That's why when I was on vacation, well, you, hold on. Like, you know what? The I, one good thing about stay there. The good thing about Bristol right now is that you will never have to worry about Aaron Hernandez just hanging around. <laughs> oh, but um, but, too soon. Wow, too dude. soon. No, wow, dude. That <laughs> I, can't, I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's messed up. Did you see all the memes that have been going on? Yes. That poor guy. Uh, I say poor guy. Listen, I, as far as I uh, listen, I, I have such mixed um, emotions about it. Like I'm so pissed off. You know that that uh, I guess it's more for my own kids' sake. You know when Aaron Hernandez first came on the scene for the Patriots, like during the whole draft and he was what fourth round in the draft and whatnot. I mean, there was so much hometown buzz here in Bristol. You were, you were living here at the time. You know what it was like. Everybody was like, Oh my God, a Bristol guy, you know, he's on the Patriots. And my son like almost idolized him, looked up to him. You know what I'm saying? Cause he goes and to the same school. The whole murder. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the whole murder rap happens. And he was just so disappointed and I was disappointed for him. And I was so pissed off. I'm like, how can somebody have the world in their hands and just piss it away to be a freaking thug? I mean, right before he got arrested, he had just signed a $46 million extension. Yeah. $46 million. million. 24 years old. 24 years old, a $46 million extension. He hit the lottery, dude. That's what it was. He hit the lottery. And and, and for a, way to be a, thug. a poor fatherless kid from Bristol, Connecticut, the home of ESPN. I mean, it was it was the story, right? Everybody loved yeah, the story. The poor kid mm-hmm. lost his dad, raised by his mom with his uncles, and and the interview they had with him when he was playing at, at Bristol Central. Um where he's talking about how his father's watching over him as he plays. It was his father yeah. watching over him as he put two slugs in Odin. Right. You know exactly. what I mean? And the, and all these news media that, that are like, they're idolizing the guy. They're they're It's sickening. You know, it's like somebody posted on Facebook yesterday, a picture of Pat Tillman and said, you didn't give that much media attention to this guy and he actually died a true hero. Right. You know, and they're all making this guy like a hero and stuff. And I feel bad for his family. I I met DJ in the past. Um, His mom, Terry worked up at the school that my kids all went to. And she really genuinely is such a sweet lady. So I feel bad for them, but to, to make him a hero, I mean that's just ridiculous. No, and see, and and I have going crazy. Yeah, I have no no respect for him. So uh, he he threw his life away. None. 
just trying to be a tough yep. guy, right? And he was only a tough yep. guy when he had a piece of metal in his hand, right? Exactly. And it wasn't even a legal piece of metal. So if yep. you're if you're gonna a if you're gonna hold the gun in your hand, be man enough or woman enough to to have the piece of paper that says you can do that legally because you're not a criminal, you're not a nutbag or anything like that, and then. Don't use it because somebody disrespects you. Yo, he dissed me. Yeah. Oh, he spilled a drink on me. Let me shoot him. Oh, no, he was he was acquitted of that one. No, please. So Massachusetts state law says that if you file an appeal and then you die in prison, that they vacate the guilty verdict and you're deemed dismissed, that you're that's like innocent, right? <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. So now his daughter and, uh, and not his fiance because they weren't married, but his daughter stands to get money from the NFL pension and mm-hmm. a piece of his NFL contract with the extension. So that that's, you know, so the family of Odin Lloyd is going to sue his estate to try to get a piece of that. But being that the verdict was vacated, I don't know if they can. Well, I mean, that's going to be a legal battle for a long time right there. You know, and it's for some some strange reason, I have a feeling that it's going to turn out that they're going to be owed money. Uh, uh, what's her name? Jenkins, whatever is she's going to end up getting some kind of cash because of a legal loophole. It's sickening. You know, it's, I mean, it's, yeah. she should have gotten the cash. Um, just by him being a player, for God's sake. Instead, he had to go and thug out. Yeah, I met the guy before. Uh, me and the family, we went and, and Connor did this football camp um, that DJ, Aaron's uh, brother, was hosting in Southington. And we brought Connor there. And he had Aaron there at the camp. It was when he had like a knee injury or an ankle injury or something like that. So he, he was out. But he came by as a special guest. And me and me and the wife got to sit there and talk with him. You know, he held, you know, he held our daughter, you know, it was when she was a little baby and he was like such a nice guy. It, it, it's like the, you know, uh, Jekyll and Hyde, you know what I'm saying? Who knows when, I don't know what the time frame was like, you know, this was obviously, I think before he shot Odin Lloyd or whatever, but he's, he, he was just such a genuinely nice guy at the time. And it's like, to hear about the whole uh, shooting and this, that, the other thing, I, I was so pissed off for Connor, for my son, because, yeah. you know, he, here's a guy that he idolized. and Fame and success. So yeah. he was building to, I mean, he was thug life in Bristol, apparently. They they traced it back, and he was involved with CD yeah. characters here in, in Bristol, right? And then yep. uh, he, he carried them with him, and we saw... The, the the NFL uh, was ESPN, I think, did an expose on uh, uh, players that came out of college. Some of these players were supported uh, in college by gangs, street gangs, you know, uh, whether it was some of the ones that people know about or not. And then they would uh, uh, scarify their arms with symbols that pretty much say that they're owned by the gang and the gang gets a piece of their contract and stuff like that. Yeah, an investment. Right, so uh, and people were saying that that, that kind of what happened with him. Not sure about that, but you know he, he wins a Super Bowl. He's uh, uh, one of Brady's uh, better targets. It's him on one side, Gronk on the other. He won a Super Bowl. They, they lost that. No, no, Aaron he Hernandez? he won one. 
I thought they lost that one. How many have they been in the past 10 years? A couple. I mean, I hate um, them, but. Dude, no. Oh, God damn it. Now, here I am. I'm going to have to Google search this, and I hate Googling anything that has to do with the You Google yourself any night, so. I'm going to go. Listen, hold on a second. Hold on. Do I need the. Keep going. Do I need the Jeopardy music to find out if you know this or not? Yeah. What? No, 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 no. No, I got, I got it right here. Home. A Super Bowl. Okay. I got the world right at the tip of my hands. Did he helped lead the Patriots to Super Bowl. Uh, no. Uh, he didn't win a Super Bowl, dude. I'm, I'm not professional it career. You're looking it up too, aren't you? Yes, I am. I know you hate being. I know you hate being. I know. Wrong. So, so I'm just letting you know. 2010. Rookie of the week. No, I don't see anything. Pro Bowl. Blah blah blah. Monday Night Football. No, I don't see anything, dude. Oh, good. Sorry, then man. they don't get the ring. Okay, good. So. No, no, no. no. Well, I mean, you know. That, that oh, they did. Okay, no, no, no. All right, so that was all right. That was the that was the catch Super Bowl. Okay, yeah, that was against the New York Football Giants. Yeah, he went to the Super Bowl, but he, yes, they didn't win it. He did score a touchdown yeah, in that game. The Giants, right? And that was the uh, the Eli miracle. So still pretty damn sad though. I mean, imagine just having that much talent and and just raw talent going for you. And it just turns into crap. You turn it into junk. So, so sad. So stupid. I don't feel bad for him, but it's just dumb as hell, dude. No, I just, I feel you bad know, for all the, all the Hulkamaniacs that were looking up to him. You know, all the kids. Yeah. You know, it's all the kids. On a side note, though, I did tell Connor, I says, uh, even when he got arrested for the, um, for the murder, the, the original one where he got convicted, Connor had like an uh, autograph, autographed mini helmet, like one of those little miniature yeah. helmets, you know, and uh, an autographed football. And I'm like, don't get rid of that stuff. You know, he was about to toss it. And I'm like, don't get rid of that stuff. You never know. You know? Well, now you could sell it on so eBay. For, you make something for it. You got these, you know. Ahas, I just looked it up yeah. on eBay and they're they're going for like 250 to five, 600 bucks for that one little autographed helmet. Yeah. One of the eBay ads actually had the guy holding up a helmet next to a computer screen with the suicide thing on it. I'm like, that's pretty heinous right there, dude. That's horrible. Like, talk about taking, t- taking advantage of a bad situation. Oh. Where my, my autograph stuff is from wholesome players like Chad Pennington. Oh, God. It's got to suck being a Jets fan. It does in so many different levels, man. I got a drunk Dude, Joe so- Namath on Monday Night Football uh, a couple of years back. Remember that? I don't know if you. Oh no, you don't watch sports, but you know, yeah. Oh, I love. No, I watch football. He was telling uh, uh, Colbert, Susie Colbert, that he just how he wanted to kiss her. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. just that was painful to watch, right? That was just it was like a train wreck. You couldn't look away, and then. Uh, That's too much. Yeah, I mean, we we had co tight when I was growing up, and I mean, Testaverde was going to lead us to the promised land back in '98, and then we lost the AFC Championship game to uh, the Broncos, and then yeah. you know, Sanchez took us to two back to back AFC Championship games, and then the next year we had 
butt fumble. Yeah. And hey, that was, was against the Patriots. We have, something, we have something in common, though. Vinny Testaverde, he played for the Bucks years ago. Yes. You ever, did you yes. know that? So yes, I have, did. We have a little bit of common ground. Even though my team's better than yours, we have a little bit of common ground on that. I, uh, we have some place that we could stand. We, we took Vinny uh, sloppy seconds, and he did better for us than he did for you. Yeah, well, our uh, offensive line kind of sucked. So. <laughs> well, come on. Hey, this is the year. This is the year of the buck, though, dude. I'm telling you, we're gonna. Cast. No, that's that's not. No, it's not. Listen, I'm gonna tell you this right now. I'm gonna make a bet. I'll make the same bet with you that I lost back in 2001 to one of the guys I used to work with. No, you I can't shave my nuts. Eagles tattoo. No, no, no. I have a Philadelphia Eagles tattoo on my back. Have you ever seen that? Yes. Did I ever tell you about that? You did. Yeah, because I lost the bet. I'll get a Jets tattoo. All right? You get a Bucks tattoo. We'll get a little bet going this year. We'll work out the details, but we'll, we'll get some ink on the. On I would the only agree to that if I can use the cream sickle. What? Oh, the old. What, the, cream the old sickle, Buccaneer. Uh, the yeah. Old, the old orange. Yeah, Buccaneer Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> Such a horrible name. I know it is. Dear Bruce. <laughs> Speaking of tattoos, dude, my son wants to get a tattoo. That's of what? Like the, well, it's not the new. But he, he's been talking about it for like years now. You know, like when he was like 13, 14 years old, he's like, oh, I can't wait to get a tattoo. You know, up here in Connecticut, 16 years old, you can get one with your parents' permission. Right. Um, if not, obviously 18 years old. We can't say, you know, what are we going to do? We're We're covered with ink so you know we're, we're not going to be the hypocrites about it and say no you gotta wait but i'm like you gotta make sure that you know what you want to get because it's permanent you know and every other day he's like this is what i want to get and he shows me a picture and then like it's something different two days later and i'm like he's like when can we go when can we i'm like when you can make up your freaking mind dude <laughs> he, he's dying for some ink bro what is he what, don't fall apart from where, where does he want it he wants to get it on his back shoulder blade because he wants to like do the military police thing and and uh, right and they police forces they have rules now you can't have the sleeves yeah. yeah so he wants it on his back shoulder blade I'm cool with it dude I'm like that's fine man he's got his he's got his money all saved up little prick's got more money than I do but well he's, he's got a purpose right he's got no other bills you buy him all his no, explorer stuff nothing. right nothing well he's gonna have some bills pretty soon though dude he's gonna be driving that's on him. I already told him that is on him. Yeah, I know. That's well, down here in Texas, things are a little bit different. Me to uh, get the insurance, I think. And then uh, I got to get my daughter. I mean, the house is, I don't, I, well, I don't want to say <clears throat> houses are more expensive because there's houses in town where I could pay, you know, a thousand, twelve hundred bucks and get a four bedroom, two bath, and it's, you know, a little bit of land. It's it's in a city. I'm looking out in an area where uh, you you're looking and you're thinking that uh, I'm part of the cartel when you look at the house. <laughs> right? It's got you're like the big boss man. Right. So it's got the it's got the rounded driveway in front. You can drive up, and it's got the huge archway and the seven foot doors. And you walk in, and it's a twenty foot ceiling foyer, and it's uh, uh. the the arches and the columns everywhere you go out to the backyard there's a pool there's a a, a little cabana gazebo there and you know second story veranda the driveway the yeah driveway there does it have like a fountain in it no 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 but you, know, like the, you couldn't you can put one there yeah you can put one there and and that they, they, they want water features though. like twenty four hundred dollars a month i think for that so wow 
You know, they call those water features. Well, you should know that. You like water water sports, don't you? So, I do. I like water polo. I like, well, yeah. Yeah, so we're, you, you were totally, you're such a toll. Such a t- <laughs> so you were chomping at the bit to get on here, and it wasn't just about the snowflake. What else is going on that is really getting your goat? Just everything, dude. I've been such a pile of stress over the last couple of weeks for some reason, and I don't know why. I have no idea why. I just, it's it's like, it's a vent. There's no way for me to vent anymore. I sit there at work and bitch and moan to the people that I work with, like the the slightest little things. Everything that happens that me and you would vent about, the, because there hasn't been this outlet over the last couple of weeks, I'll sit there and I'll just lay it out to the people I work with. And they're just like looking at me like, dude, shut up. I'm like, I'm just like, uh, I don't know. I've just been a ball of stress the last couple of weeks. Dude, I'm you need a radio show. Oh my God, no kidding, dude. Tell me about it. It's freaking killing me. And I'm sitting there like, I came down here just to, just to play with a microphone the other day. Just, uh, I mean, that sounds kind of, you know, a little. Yeah, that is. Yeah, weird, this, but, yeah that's. Uh, you know, it wasn't like lubing it up or anything like that. But you sure? I, I just, yeah, dude. There's just been so much, not enough. Everything's going on. I just, I, you know, something will happen. I'll be like, oh, dude, I got to tell Russ about this. Oh, dude. Then I'm like, oh, man, we got to get the show going again, dude. Well, you know, I, we go on vacation last week. The very first day we're down there, we're turning into her mother's uh, complex. Her mother lives in one of those 55 and over community areas. Right, and it's right. a two lane, uh, a section of road. And the windows are down. It's like 80 degrees. And the car to the back right side of me, all of a sudden I hear this huge grinding noise like brakes. And the old lady's like, well, what is that noise? And I'm like, ah, the a-hole next to us needs brakes. And we get up to the next stop sign, and there's nobody else around. You know, it's like about a half mile up the road. That car's already gone. He turned off, and I hear the grinding again. It was our car. We're I'm down in South Carolina. I'm thinking to myself, who the hell goes all the way down to South Carolina to have to see her and do the freaking brakes on a car, dude? I sat there like, like a total redneck down there with the car up on jacks and, you know, doing a brake job and stuff like that. And I'm like, God, if Russ could see me now. You didn't think to do that before you left? Nope, not at all. Not idea, I don't think about that stuff. I was li- listen. I just wanted to get the hell out of this state. I didn't give a damn. I just wanted to leave, dude. That was my thing. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, was it right next to the clawfoot tub in the front hall, or in the front lawn rather? Yeah, you know, it's like the, the tire with the little cuts on it. For right, the flower pot. right for the flower pot. It's on the rim, right? Yeah. It's, I can't laugh because I had a neighbor when I lived in Jersey that did that. Really? Yeah. With the the tire. Yeah, he, I we mean, he, t- he took yeah, a whole bunch the of them. Yeah, we had the tire out front for a little while there. That was our little flower pot. All right, so we're going to take a breather. We're going to come right back with more DNR Radio. Uh, Dark Side and Russ, we're back after three weeks, and we're not going anywhere for a while yet. Stay tuned. We got more juicy tidbits for you right after this. Who doesn't like to be naked? Sure, we all do. But the police usually frown upon public nudity. Well, now you can stay out of jail and look good doing so with a t-shirt from Skunk Duck Design. From sports to politics to the wide world of nerdcraft, there's a shirt for you at Skunk Duck. They even have shirts for you for 20 followers. 
Those Gunk Duck shirts come in both regular and women's cut, and with sizes from extra small to 5XL, there's a shirt for everyone. Oh, did I mention they have hoodies too? Because they totally have hoodies. Go to teespring.com slash stores slash skunk duck design to get the shirt that's right for you. That's teespring.com slash stores slash skunk duck design. New shirts are being added all the time, so follow Skunk Duck on social media at facebook.com slash skunk duck design for all the latest updates. Skunk Duck Design, the best ducking designs on the web. And we're back, DNR Radio, Dark Side Russ, having a heck of a time bringing it back to you three weeks later. Hope you missed us. Getting, it, getting into the swing of it again. Yeah, I know. We, we like swinging things, don't we? <laughs> yes, us big Irish people hung like Tic Tacs. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself, half German, brother. Yeah, I got yeah. my bratwurst right here for you. Hold on, let me let me just slap it up. Oh, there you go. Yeah, right on there. There you go. Yeah. Stand back. I don't know how big this thing's going to get. <laughs> Excuse me while I whip this out. Oh, dude. I know. God, I've missed hanging out with you. I know, dude. I'm telling you. I'm like, oh, man, I miss my buddy, dude. I drive by your house every once in a while. I'm like, I beep. I'm like, huh. You know, sometimes, like, her car's there. Sometimes He's not there. Oh, man. I'm like, that's the front porch that we used to hang on on after our show. <laughs> you know? Someday they're going to point to that and go, that's where it all started, boys and girls. I don't snowflake out very often. So, and, and you know what? You keep sending me all these little snowflake emojis. I'm like, screw <laughs> you, dude. Started, I'm like, son of a bitch. I'm not a snowflake. So it is what it is. So it's, it's funny. Oh, I, uh, uh, acclimated to the people down here and yeah funny uh because you you have certain stereotypes on people when you think of them right and there's there's one guy who who i know down here who really does fit that stereotype and and i don't i don't mean in a in a mean way it's just it's it's funny you know uh, i'll go see him in in the morning and and he's got a, a bag full of goodies and it'd be like Good morning, Russell. Would you like a breakfast taco? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and I'm like, dude. I'm like, no, no, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Okay, how about a breakfast burrito? We've got a breakfast burrito. Oh my god! Would you like one of them too? <laughs> and it, the way they say, would you like one of them too? Oh, no, nicest guy in the world, right? Nicest guy in the world. I love him to death, right? But it's just it's the first time I heard it. I mean, it's just. All I thought of was Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> I got to be, <laughs> be honest with you. That's not, that's not the stereotype I was thinking of. When you said the typical stereotypes down there, I'm thinking some like, you know, old guy with a big mustache and a 10-gallon hat with good poop-kicking poop boots and stuff. <laughs> like, I'm going like a, a straight-up old-school Texas uh, a stereotype, and there you go, pulling the Mexicans. <laughs> Not what I was thinking. Well, bro. you know, <laughs> it, it's 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 funny because I, uh, I the people down there have been uh, are friendly. Uh, reminds me of Connecticut because they drive similarly. The traffic, Buttholes. yeah, the the traffic patterns down here are are 
different, but uh, you know, it's uh, things are things are uh, moving along here. So, but you're not near any big cities, are you? It's it's considered uh, the metropolis down here, the Brownsville McAllen area. Uh, got about uh, a little more than a million people in it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Any, uh, of, of course, not mentioning where I work or anything like that, but uh, you taking a look in the area, anything for me down there? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, I got to get the hell out of Connecticut, bro. So I'll, I, I've got to go. I've, I have done some uh, cursory looking around and, and trying to talk to a few people about getting leads in. So uh, 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 there'll be more information to follow. Yeah. Well, keep me posted, dude. Keep me posted. Just you know, they keep telling me down here that the the summers are are uh, bad. So you're talking like 110 in the shade, you know? It's a, a, it's a dry heat. At midnight, it's still 90 something degrees. So. Yeah. Well, that's what I was this past week in South Carolina. The the area that we were in is right outside of Savannah. Okay, it's uh, it's right over the border. It's in uh, you know Hilton Head, Bluffton, Beaufort, that whole area of South Carolina. Beaufort. They call that whole, yeah, they call that whole section Low Country. Low Country. That's the nickname for it. Low Country. Everything's Low Country. Low Country Auto. Barbers of Low Country. Everything's, and it's it, there's all the Spanish moss hanging off the trees and stuff. So, you know, going to Savannah. It's absolutely gorgeous, like beautiful. But here it is, April. And it was already mid 80s, low 90s, muggy, just humid, nasty. And I'm like, this is April, dude. We're, I'm at the beach lounging around, going in the water. Water's gorgeous. April. I'm thinking to myself, dude, seriously? Like, how many of these old people are stroking out and just having heat stroke come June, July? Like, uh, that right there? I, uh, it's almost worth not having to deal with any more snowstorms up here in Connecticut. But I imagine the swamp balls down there, dude. Oh, you got to walk around with yeah, the pens just to imagine. soak that up, man. Yeah. Yep. Put a couple sponges in for, for your underwear and just oh, mail maxi but, pads you know for you. I'll I'll take it, dude. I'll take it. You really? You went out yeah, that we bad. Were, we were, I really do. I really do. Everybody I know is leaving. You're gone. My aunt just moved down to Florida like a, uh, a week after you did. She moved. She bought a place down in Florida. She moved. Everybody's leaving. One of the guys I work with wants to go. He, he came from Texas. He wants to get back out. It's like no, you can't live in Connecticut anymore. Well, they're it's raising, they're raising more taxes, right? He's about to raise oh, more yeah, taxes. Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's doing a jig because he uh, declared that he's not running again next year. So everybody's happy. Everybody's doing a jig. Everybody's dancing. But he's still raising taxes, and nobody's going to repeal them. That's what I'm. That's what I said. I keep looking at these people, saying, "Dude, he still has like twenty months of destruction. Old Danny Malloy can do anything he wants in the next twenty months." I'm like, "Can you just leave early?" He's not going to leave early. He wants to raise taxes up to just under seven percent. That's on the income tax, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's trying to hack. Oh, I don't want to raise tax. He just came out the other day saying that there's a possibility of laying off another up to a thousand state employees. Like, are you kidding me? The toll but, thing you know, passed committee. Yeah. Yep. So they're looking to toll. I mean, dude, they're just looking to nickel and dime us every chance they get. Connecticut's no place to live, dude. None whatsoever. So listen, I understand where you are. You know, with the whole, you know, would you like a burrito, mister? Listen, get me some Rosetta Stone. I am out. 
<laughs> I'm gone, dude. Which, I by the way, Paulette does have that. So. Drive. Yeah. There's 30 yeah, hours. That's a, that's a long drive. So I could learn some, I could learn a lot of Spanish in 30 hours. That's a, you watch a lot of Univision down here. So you, you'll pick it up quick. So. Yeah. Telemundo. But uh, your, your wife's going to have to uh, uh, start wearing fake eyelashes and wear tight hoochie pants, you know, <laughs> and uh, get nice. full makeup on that. every time they leave the house because I haven't been I'm anywhere unless they're they're uh, ancient or extremely yeah. homely. Uh, they go out dressed to the nines to Walmart. That's funny, dude. That's yeah. great. <laughs> I mean, like young and old. Yeah. Just everybody. Yeah, I mean, and 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 their husbands look like crap with beer guts and you know, uh, balding heads awesome. and red beards, you know. So, you, you what you got to do is you got to start sending me pictures of that. I got to see some of this. It's just it's it's funny and and you know the fake eyelashes are like, you know what it reminds me of. It uh, uh you, you ever see Goodfellas the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on the other night. I just watched it. Okay. You remember when all the mob wives are sitting around in the living room? Getting, like, makeovers and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Without the the polyester suits, yes. (laughs) There's no such thing as too much blue eyeshadow. Yeah. The Hillary Clinton pantsuits of the 70s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. That's fantastic. How much camel toe was there in the 70s? Can you think of oh, it? Uh, God. Come on, dude. Which then developed into moose knuckle. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's freaking gross, dude. Was I just misogynistic <laughs> right there? <coughs> no, not. You're the one that brought up the waffle before. Yeah, well, people already Googled that, and I got the responses from them. <laughs> dude, I miss your dogs, too, bro. I miss really my do. dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're gonna, the old lady's gonna get a hold of uh, Paulette and see. I guess sometime uh, this week, you know, bring the kids over for dinner and stuff. Um, you know, because the last couple of weeks, just with vacation and stuff, we've been busy. But uh, we have a new addition to the family that Isabella wants to come over and meet. Um, I, I caved in and let the old lady get a cat. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a cat person. They're good over fried rice. Yeah, some little Chinese <laughs> kitty foo young. I mean, no, you've I, got a kitten. That's usually what the sweet and sour chicken is, isn't it? We we got it yesterday, dude. So, um, like, the thing would not leave me alone last night trying to sleep. I mean, the thing is like, adorable. It's gorgeous. I mean, it's it's when they're kittens. I mean, they're just absolutely. It's gorgeous. It's all over, uh, dude. It, I, can, I I don't know what happened. Like for for she had a cat, okay. She had two cats, and both of them hated my existence. I was the bane of their existence. They couldn't stand me, at all. One of them a little more so than the other. This cat used to crap on my clothes. I'd have like my laundry basket uh, of clean clothes, sometimes dirty clothes. But this cat would go in the litter box religiously, except to piss me off. It would crap in my my laundry. It was just, it hated me every time it saw me, the hair on its back raised. I never did a damn thing wrong to this piece of crap cat, but it hated me. So not much of a cat person. And her cats uh, ended up, you know, passing away. So with the last handful of years, we haven't had any cats. And, um, 
you know, Kira keeps asking, Oh, daddy, can we have a cat? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Well, one of her, one of our mutual friends posted on Facebook, of course, two months ago, Oh, my cat just had a litter and posted a picture. And there's like five kittens. Four of them are like tiger kittens, you know, like the brown tiger. Yeah, looking. yeah. And then there was this one white looking cat. And the old lady's like, oh, my God. And she texted her, you know, hey, kid, does anybody have dibs on that one? I'm like, before I even had a chance, I'm like, well, what are you doing? You know? Well, that's so cute. And she, you know, of course, I can handle that. I can handle it if it's just between me and the old lady. Right. You know, like we can we can negotiate and figure it out and say, no, maybe not right now. You know, I'm of the mindset, whoever has a cat, you got a box of crap in your house somewhere. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But then she goes and shows Kira. She goes and shows the kids the picture. Oh, look at these cute little kitties. Game over. Dad lost. Family won. Dad zip. That's really? exactly what happened. Where's yep. where'd you, Where's your balls? Did they they fall off? Dude. No. I played this perfectly, though. Because now I, got, I told her, I says, the next dog we get, you know, because we're a dog family. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I said, the next time we get a dog? I pick it out. I want to get me an English Mastiff. You ever see the size of those sons of bitches? They're big. They're huge. They're freaking huge, dude. I'm getting me an English Mastiff. You got to wipe that drool, though, man, because they are all over the place with that. That's all right. I'll drool, too. I don't care. <laughs> well, by the time you get around to getting one, your jowls will be down that low, too. <laughs> yeah, probably. Dude, they want, like, two, three grand for them. I'm like, yeah, if I had two, three grand, it wouldn't be going to a dog. But, you know, that's an ace in the hole for later on, though. Yeah, well, that's why you got to find one at a rescue. You know, it may not be a pure breed. You know, you got to look them up. Yeah, dude, them them suckers are huge, man. They're like horses. I want to ride that son of a bitch up and down the boulevard. Yeah, I, I just I want a bulldog. I want an English bulldog. That's what I want. So yeah, oh, those are nice dogs. I know a couple of people that have those. There's a lot those of medical nice issues though with them. You know, a lot of issues. Yeah, yeah, they got like hip problems and this, that, the other thing. But they're not even supposed to exist. Because they can't give birth naturally. You got to do C-section. The species shouldn't really? exist. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. They've been, <laughs> they've been right screwed up bred so much that they can't even give birth anymore. They don't fit. I didn't even know that. They dude. can't, they can't pass. They can't come out the birth canal. Huh? No. You it's, know, people have said the same thing about me. Well. How do I exist? Yeah. But then I look at you, you're like six inches, seven inches taller. And I'm like, Damn, That's what she yeah, said. Your poor mom, dude. <laughs> and I wasn't the biggest one. My brother was bigger than me. Was he? Yeah. How big were you when you were born? You're Nine a one. son of a bitch. Nine pounds, one ounce. Nine it was like ounce. 26 wow. inches. No kidding. Holy crap, dude. My brother was nine two. So. Wow. God. You know what, women? I give you guys all the credit in the world. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I couldn't crap out a bowling ball, man. I couldn't I couldn't do that. No. Nope. And then want to do it again. I mean, they want to do it again I afterwards. I know, dude. Like, you look at these pregnant ladies at, like, the store and stuff like that, and they're just walking around like nothing is going on. And I'm thinking to myself, I would be petrified. That right there is like a ticking time bomb in your gut. You know it's going to come out. It is happening. It is going There's to destroy... It's going to destroy Eden. Wreck it, dude. Wreck it. It's going to mess that up. Now, even if you have to do a C-section, you're still going to be in pain. Yeah. I give him credit, dude. I and that thing's going to look like a bad roast beef sandwich for six months. <laughs> yeah, dude, all hammered down. <laughs> <laughs>
that's messed up, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm like. You know, the first when when she had Connor, our our firstborn, sixteen years, oh, sixteen years ago, almost seventeen years ago. Um, it was messed up because I'm sitting there, right? And everybody, like my, you know, some of my friends that had uh, uh, kids already, they're like, stay away from the business end. You could snip the umbilical cord; they'll bring it to you. But when they got their legs up, stay, stay at the head end. You don't want anything to do with that. Now, my old lady's like, what, five one? It's all business end. Like when her <laughs> legs were up in the stirrups and everything. I mean, she she was like an accordion. She squished down into like a little one foot section. So I had no choice but to see what was going on down there. And I'm just like, oh my god. I'm like, oh, oh, what? You know, I'm like freaking out and stuff. Like it was like seeing a rat at your favorite restaurant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, oh, you know what? So we had a. I want to eat there for a while. We had a, a, a Latino, an older Latino uh, OBGYN. Mm-hmm. And uh, my my oldest will be twenty, so in, in a month. So you want to talk about feeling age, right? Oh. So, uh, yeah, so we're we're in, we're in the delivery room, and uh, he's he's got this heavy Latin accent down there at the business end, and he goes to me, "Hey, Papa, Papa, come here, Papa. You want to see the you want to see the baby ahead, Papa?" And so he he pulls me over, he grabs me, you know, like I have a choice. He pulls me over, and 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 they're, they're they're in all the glory was my my ex wife, and uh, uh, halfway between uh, the cervix and the exit point was my daughter's head. I just you know like, oh, and, and and out it comes. It's starting to come, and it's like, oh, oh and it got gush of fluid, and then she comes oh, out, yeah. and then. He's, he he uh, brings me over to, to snip, and then the uh, incubator was about about four feet away from the feet of my wife, right? So they put my daughter to, to lay in there when they're doing the footprints and the measurements and all that, and I'm standing over there with her looking at this beautiful little creature <laughs> that we just made, and it's she's like, ah, ah, you know, and she grabbed my finger, and it's just like perfect, and everything is perfect, and I looked over at, at my wife to say something endearing and loving, and out comes the placenta. Oh, oh, oh. You want to just see a big gelatinous blob of veins and uh, just sponge-like, just gush and just that's all oh, you got. All right. I didn't just see. I, 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 gotta you, I gotta tell you, they taste good though. It, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't know that. Are you serious? I I had heard. I I thought it was a joke. I yeah, I crap you not, dude. It was one hundred percent real. It was eight placenta. There was nothing fake about that. Yeah, there was nothing fake. It's not my proud. Listen, it's not my proudest moment. I don't go walking around with that on my sleeve. Was like, that a dude, hippie like moment or something? Like being in touch with your no. natural self? No, 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 no. It was it was a radio stunt back in the day, during the professional radio days. It was back uh, November of ninety nine is when we did it and uh there was a news story i think it was pamela anderson was talking about burying her placenta under a tree you know to give nourishment to the tree and we were talking about how like in some cultures they actually eat it to to get the nourishments and stuff and bond with the child and yada yada so 
somebody had dared us, like said, hey, you know, would you guys eat it? And before I had a chance to really think about the the consequences, I said, yeah, I'd eat it. And then all of a sudden the, the, the gauntlet was thrown down. So we actually, um, we located through a, a midwife, a doula, we located a, a, a actual human fresh placenta. And uh, it was from somebody that gave birth in Seattle. They had it uh, frozen and air mailed to us. And uh, yeah, we, we cooked it up into a stew and ate that son of a bitch. It was good. Stew. A stew. Yeah. 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 Over, uh, what I think we did it over rice. It wasn't bad. I had to pick out like the carrots and stuff because I don't eat vegetables too often. At least not back then. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was messed up. Dude, I came home from work with the day it came in the mail. I came home from work with it. Okay. And it was in a box and uh, it was still frozen. So it had to, you know, it had to thaw out. I put it on the counter. My old lady comes home from work and she's like, oh, what's in the package? And I'm like, do not open that. I, like, oh, what is it? I told her what it is. She freaked out, dude. Oh, my God. I, but it had to thaw out. You know, we were eating it the next morning. But everybody, you know, a lot of people thought that was just like fake. It was like a radio snot. This, that, the other thing. I have pictures and video somewhere uh, around here. Of, oh, no, dude, that was, it. It, it was kind of almost like... Um, like uh kidney liver like that type of uh a meat i mean it's very there was a lot of veins so you know we had to we had to do some uh, real dissecting of it before we cooked it up but uh i i took more than one bite of it it was good it was actually really good wasn't bad at all dusting yeah a lot of people say that a lot of people said that makes me a cannibal i don't think so it was kind of like waste you know, it wasn't like they were using it anymore. They were just going to toss it out. Yeah, you, know, you walk in. Toss but it you're out. supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why it's called after birth, right? It's there after. But it's but disgusting. It wasn't my proudest moment. The veins as thick as your arms. I know, dude. It wasn't my proudest moment. It wasn't. But uh, I'm, I can at least say I did it. Listen, you got to do everything in life at least once. You got to experience everything, right? And that's one of them, dude. I'm not I'm not say, hey, yeah, I'm I not experiencing it. that. That's You should. You should give it a shot. That kind of set the stage for a lot of different eating things though. Like uh people we had to eat bull balls once. That was what, what Rocky Mountain oysters. Once. I mean, that thing is uh, yeah. that's that's pop. Yeah, we did that. Then uh we ate uh authentic haggis, which was kind of little weird I, we ate some pretty weird stuff dude i mean that was definitely the weirdest of it all but uh no, Placenta's was, the weirdest i would think the bull balls is a little more no 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 what eating testicles yeah i mean dude, i'm telling you fried up dude those things are the bomb i would eat those again in a heartbeat dude nothing wrong with them what do you dip them in uh, we had like a, a ranch sauce, like a Buffalo ranch sauce. It was really good. You should give it a shot, dude. No, you're down in Texas. You could probably find no. some of that stuff down there, dude. No, yeah. not doing it. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, they eat some weird stuff no. down here. I mean, I see, uh, meat and sweet bread. Sweet. Oh, is that the brains? Uh, something like that. Yeah. Sweet bread or is that the stomach? 
I think no, it's no, I, I, I'm not. I'm... Oh, did you hear that? What was that? Uh, my stomach ain't feeling too well. That's the, that was that was your pooper. Yeah, sorry, dude. <laughs> what the hell did you eat? Your eyes just turned like dishes, dude. <laughs> Freaking huge. Uh, man, I miss these days. What I really do. You used to used to stink me out of the studio. I know. I know. Now I got nobody down here to stink it. Like there's nobody. I'm down here alone. Well, no. I mean, you and you and your boy keep sending pictures like of your 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 yeah. uh, uh, birthings to each other. Do we yeah. share a yeah, nose? Yeah. And now you Something you tells me though I can't send those to you. No, I'm not. No. Yeah. No, you you showed me when uh, you. Uh, had the uh, clipping, and they were swollen yeah. and disgusting. And oh yeah, yeah. 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 No, no. Well, and then uh, <laughs> and I'm gonna torture the cat with the the stink as well, right? I share. Oh, listen, I I was gonna Dutch oven that little son of a bitch last night. Well, you got the the door cut out in your bathroom door for the animals. Well, yeah, that was for our old. Um, we used to have a German Shepherd. Okay, and uh, her cats. And the German Shepherd would always try to go in there and eat the cat litter, which is freaking disgusting. I don't understand why dogs do that, but, it, you know, like little crunchy snacks. So in order for the cat to, or yeah, in order for cat to get in there and use the, the litter box, I cut a little hole in the door and let him in and out and stuff, you know, and, and it worked out great, you know. But now with the, you know, we have the chihuahuas, so they're just, you know, that's kind of a moot point now. They're just in and out of there, you know, too. But, Which uh, is amazing she, because one is she, blind. Yeah, but he could sniff stuff out like nobody's business, dude. He's like a bloodhound. But she, she didn't want the, you know, it's a new kitten. It's eight weeks old. She didn't want it just to roam around the house while we're asleep because, you know, God forbid you wake up, it got into something, it hung itself on something. Or you stepped on it. You know, <laughs> yeah, something happened. So <laughs> she invites, yeah, she invites the cat into our bed last night to go to sleep. And I'm like, first of all, it sleeps on your side, not mine. Where does this damn thing decide to go to sleep? Right on my freaking chest. I'm sitting there. I'm like I'm trying to go to sleep. And, and it's, it weighs like nothing. It's a kitten. And I just start to like kind of move a little bit. And I open my eyes and I'm face to face with this freaking cat. And it's just like staring at me. I'm staring at it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this, this ain't going to work very well, buddy. I kind of scooted that little hairball over to the side. It kept like climbing back on me. I'm like, why are you bothering me? She's the one that wanted you. Sleep with her. Go nuzzle up with her, man. Leave me the hell alone, dude. I need my I need my beauty sleep, dude. Look at this. You you don't you don't get to look like this without beauty sleep. Uh, I I noticed. I noticed. <laughs> yeah. You seem distracted. What are you up to over there? Oh, uh, I got I got uh, messages. I was trying to find a news article and uh, about placentas and just trying to come up with a recipe yeah. so <laughs> oh dude i'm telling you uh we had a uh our promotions director at the time her name was melissa melissa hawes and she was actually from down south i think she was from like uh the virginia or texas or some someplace down south but god god bless her she was such a sport she volunteered back then to prepare our feast for us and again, I have pictures of all this stuff. This is all documented. There was many, many witnesses to say that this 100% happened. 
but she she got into this nice white chef outfit and she had her knives and she had the cutting board i mean she diced diced this thing up and deveined it and everything like that and you know started cooking it and and uh, made the stew she did such a fantastic job with it she was such a good sport about it she got she got some how long did it take her to cook it like a a day-long thing no 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 not even we um um probably about an hour and a half or so i mean it was just like you know preparing a regular stew you know with with uh steak with beef you know just dice it up and then you brown it and then throw it in the stew pot and let it cook and we had a doctor on scene too just to make sure it was so that you didn't die standards. i mean i mean yeah. chicken's no, got to get cooked to no? chicken chicken's no, got to get cooked at, at a certain temperature and yeah yeah yeah. we had a meat thermometer <laughs> so we made sure we were all right uh you know my partner that did did this with me he had himself a nice fine bottle of chianti chianti whatever Have some fava beans as well <laughs> yeah, I had, fava I had beans and a nice Chianti. Yeah, I wasn't up for drinking, so I just had some grape juice. But we did it up, dude. It was cool, man. Uh, I'll get the pictures. That's uh, that's too much. Live life. No, live not life eating after birth. Live. I'm living life. I'm seeing a country. Li- I'm being no, offered live life, brother. <laughs> I'm being offered tacos and burritos every day. <laughs> Placenta taco. Would you would you like one? Would you like one or two? <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, while we work out the kinks, bear with us. Uh, we're back. We're gonna be rocking and rolling again. This is this was a loose show, and we're just having at it and having some fun. And or the loose one. I mean, uh, yeah, got them. The venting. I know, dude. I know. Listen, man. It's not like I harvested it myself. It's not like I was sitting there with a catcher's mitt saying, come on. Oh, that would have been great to watch. Put on a catcher's mitt, get down there with the chest protector. (laughs) Oh, that would have been fantastic. (laughs) Just just waiting like I'm like like the quarterback, just waiting for the snap. Here, better, better, better. Here, better, better, better. (laughs) Yeah, no, it wasn't like that, but um, it it was a bench bench mark, bro. Well, on that note. Yeah, dnrradio.net, radiodnr at gmail.com. Uh, Facebook, Twitter feed. Somebody out there, please send my snowflake partner an email because he's starting to get lonely. I need I know to like, know I'm listening. loved. I need to know Dude, I'm loved. I, I tell you all the time. Please like me. Yeah, I'm going to send you an email from my account. It's going to be a picture <laughs> of my gooch. <laughs> oh, come on, man. I'd rather see your camel toe. Yeah, I'll get it to you. <laughs> oh, so for Dark Side, this is Russ, and we thank you so much for sticking with us as we work through this. I know it's a little pain in the neck. You get used to a certain program being on there, and then all of a sudden, what, what, what happened? They were, they were just there. And uh, uh, as you can see, both Dark Side and I had our withdrawals to the point that we don't even know what the hell we're doing anymore. But we promise next week we'll get even better as we do this long-distance love affair on DNR Radio. So thank you, Dark Side, and we will see you next week. Peace. You were slow on that. You were way slow on that. We are so out of practice. Listen, I'm like Timothy McVeigh in my basement here, bro. Yes. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will catch. Well, now the FBI's listening. We got a lot more people listening to the show now. 
<laughs> thanks there, Darkside. Now get my email so I get a knock on the door. All right, people, thank you. We'll check you next week. Peace. Tool.